Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the one who knows just about everything there is to know about Napoleon now, <laughs> Mr. Nathaniel Napoleon Paul Thurston. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired like you. We went and saw a movie last night and Joaquin got out Phoenix. pretty late. Joaquin Phoenix. It was a great role for him because it just required like little to no emotion, you know, someone who could be kind of crazy mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but narcissistic. Yeah, we, narcissistic, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. We both find, found out that we knew little to nothing about Napoleon mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. And uh, assuming that this movie is accurate in any way, a completely different person than we thought. But I don't know how, I mean, maybe Joaquin put his own dorky spin on the character. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It was but a decent movie. It was... It was good. It was good. I had um, higher expectations. Yeah, I did too. You know, when they put on the, when they put on the, uh, these days trailers for movies are just so good. You know, mm-hmm. they've perfected the art of making trailers for movies. And people should win awards just for the trailers. They did spoiler. They did spoil one of the coolest moments in the movie in the trailer, uh, which is that battle where he forces them onto the lake. Uh, and that's on the trailer. Um, if you're planning on going to see the movie, I I think it's a fine movie to go and see. It wasn't what I expected. You see in the trailer, like, same guy that did Gladiator. And so you kind of think it's going to have that same epic feeling that Gladiator had, that just big epic with the massive epic climax and the hero and the all that stuff. And really, it was just sort of a movie that floated along. I would say there's, like, not much dynamic range to the movie like there's big battles in the beginning and throughout the two and a half hour movie but it's like if you could measure the emotion of the movie it, i would say it just runs flat like mm. this and then it's just and then it's over yeah. and that's it kind of like you and yeah just like just, just like me <laughs> never never showing any emotions at all <laughs> so like it never really got i never felt emotionally invested in the movie mm. i'm like okay that's a cool battle that's happening right yeah. there Let's look at that guy right there he just got uh blown apart by a cannonball i should look at cannonball sometime that's pretty cool and then oh look at that and like that's just kind of how i felt watching the movie and honestly. i thought the way they did it it made napoleon not seem as dominant as i think he yeah was well, or like, kinda, we, like we had assumed he was through the little bit of history we were told. Well, they went through the timeline really quickly. I, I, I you got to pay attention to the dates. Oh, yeah. Because if you look at the dates, then you're like, oh, wow, that's like, okay, 40 years. I mean, the, yeah, the, the movie spans, 
I think the movie spans like 25 years or something like that. It starts in the late, in the early 1790s, oh, it goes I like thought. 1780s. Maybe 80s. Yeah, to, 1780s to, to like 1814, like I thought. 1815? Something, okay, maybe it was 15. <laughs> yeah. Everyone write it down. It was 15, not 14. Okay. So, so anyhow. See when Napoleon rules. I honestly knew so you nothing. you didn't pay attention to the dates either. I knew nothing about him. I had no idea that he was the emperor of France at some point in time. I thought he was just this random conqueror that went around conquering lands and ruling lands. And like, that's what I heard. Just this, this con, not conquistador, <laughs> but this, this conqueror. In just French. this conquest. He was a conquistador to, to, in go, to go around just taking over people's lands. And that's what, that's kind of what I heard. And he was a super short guy with a big funny hat. And just went around killing a bunch of people. And he went around killing a bunch of people, but he was, they were like fighting battles uh, for the French, which I know none of their history mm. at all. I don't even know anything about the French Revolution. It does explain why the French people are angry. You think? I think, yeah, he gives a good representation of just, you know, French people being angry, I think. It showed back then they were good at protest too. Yeah. You know? They've been, the French have been protesting been, for a yeah, long time. Yeah. That's maybe where protests originate, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, yeah, I just didn't know much about the history. And uh, they kind of didn't do a great job explaining the history, like why things were happening, why it was important, you know, what they were trying to do. I didn't understand what their system of government was. There's these five guys that are meeting, but then they just have them sign something and they they resign. And now there's these three dudes and... And then how do you just pick a king? I thought that had to be a specific bloodline or something, you know? But you're just like, oh, yeah, we... I, now there's one that dude. It just didn't make much sense, you know? Yeah. Then we're going to oust this one dude. Like, mm -hmm. No longer. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't get it. Yeah. I just, honestly, a lot of it didn't make any sense. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, 1775 to like 1820, that was a crazy period it of time. It was a wild time to be a alive. A lot of war happening mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. In America, in Europe, in Russia. Yep. I mean, and could you imagine marching from like France to Russia? <laughs> it's That's like, a, it's a long walk. It's a hell of a march. A lot of, lost a lot of good men out there. Yeah. You know, like 500,000 anyway. of them. This isn't a movie review podcast. No, it's but not. It's not. It's, it's, uh, it's a fine movie. If you want to go see it, I wouldn't recommend people run out and clear your schedule. I don't think you have to go see it in an IMAX or anything like what we kind of did last mm -hmm. night. You can see it in a normal movie theater at normal movie prices. Can that wait, would be fine too. Wait till it comes to your TV. That's fine. I like seeing stuff in the theater. I do do too. you think guys like seeing stuff in theaters more than girls? Like do you because we care about things more. Like when I go to a theater, I want the big screen, I want the epic sound, I want that feeling. Do girls I know this is kind of talking in general, but I don't think my wife feels the same way about going to a movie that I do. Unless it's the Barbie movie. You know, well, she didn't know. She <laughs> thought that looked dumb. Thank God. Uh, but I don't, I don't know if because guys are so into things and maybe like including sound and picture quality and all of that stuff that maybe girls aren't There's as a, interested in seeing things in the theater. A few ladies in the Fed haters group. I see one. Yes, we like that, too. Okay, I'm not, I'm just talking in general, okay? I know a lot of, I know some girls who love the comic book movies, all the Marvel stuff, and they always go see them in theaters and stuff like that, and of course, that's Most really Most girls fun. I see going to the theater have blankets. <laughs> that's true, yeah. You know? 
Last um, night when I was walking in, I saw several girls in pajamas and blankets. Um, and I was like, you look comfy. One reason might be, once again, just talking in general, I don't Still think... Cool about the movie. Oh, it's important to the first story. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why. Yeah, the first story is about movies. So... It is White Pill Wednesday, by the way. This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and pursuit of meaning every single day of the week. And movies. <laughs> One reason might be uh, that, I, in general, girls don't like action and war and, and uh, sci-fi quite as much as guys do. Just quite as much. I'm not saying that they don't like them or that there are some girls that are way cooler than all the other girls or anything like that. I'm just saying that... You took I'd a survey in general. You took a survey and overall, yeah. like, well, we got a the we majority got a, of women. We have a genre called chick flicks. Yeah. We don't call all the other movies dick flicks. <laughs> like, that's not something that we do, although maybe we should. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. can that go on the radio? I don't, I don't know. Okay. You should have said penis flicks and that can <laughs> go on the radio. Scientifically accurate. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like a chick flick, do you have to see that in the movie theater? Yeah. Really? I mean, you can watch that at home, curled up on the couch uh, with your fire going in your dog's yeah. head and your lap or whatever with a bowl of ice cream. And but both genders whatever. like to watch things that are unrealistic. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It's all about this world that we'll never reach. <laughs> respiring towards that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. For guys, it's like superheroes and war and uh -huh. space travel and all that. And for girls, it's like a perfect relationship with yeah. men who don't actually exist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's a white bill to talk about. Uh, Disney. Disney in their recent uh, filing has hinted that it's... Uh, their political stance, their woke politics, they didn't use the word woke, as presenting risks to their reputation and their brands. Mm. Yes, hinting that they um, have sort of taken a stance on things and that that is harming the company. And Because Republicans buy sneakers too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so they had another movie bomb over the holiday uh, weekend, which was a movie called Wish. Oh, Wish, yeah. Uh, which I I hadn't heard of, but I didn't hear of it till last night when there was a preview for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently that bombed as well, and so they've had a lot of movies not do very well, and their their stock has been taking a big hit. And I think this is a precursor to them making some changes. And I think what they first have to make the case for is that what they are doing. And taking some of this uh, political cultural stance is harming their business and is harming their investors. Because when they start to make a change back towards normal Disney, some people are going to get mad. And there, some people are going to try to boycott them. And a, a lot of people will be very upset with this. And so they've got to kind of build the foundation right now with their investor base that they've got to turn back towards the old way of doing things, which is making movies that people want to see, you know, and, and that's what they're going to have to go towards. I guess some of the story here that all people want to see. Yes. Yeah. The Walt Disney company acknowledged that it's left-leaning politics may have alienated a segment of the population, putting the dent in the house of mouses. Bottom line, a recent company filing with the sec included a reference to risks relating to misalignment with public and consumer tastes. 
Generally, our revenues and profitability are adversely impacted when our entertainment offerings and products, as well as our methods to make our offerings and products available to consumers, do not achieve sufficient consumer acceptance, they said in their SEC filing. Disney went on to note that consumers' perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and social goals, often differ widely and present risks to our reputation and brands. Uh, CEO Bob Iger, who retook the reins at Disney a year ago after Bob Chapek came under fire for his management, told investors in late September that the company will quiet the noise in a culture war that has pitted social conservatives against the global media and entertainment conglomerate. They also lost their private property. <laughs> they, they lost I that mean, too. That's a huge loss. This article talks about the thing with DeSantis too, which we, if you haven't heard us talk about it before, I'm against what DeSantis did with Disney in Florida. I think that that was one of the few examples of... They should just go back to creating magic, you know? Yeah. Cartoons and, like, magical experiences for kids and families alike. And stuff that, like, more people want to see and not be going with all of these... I'm not saying that every one of these storylines is woke. I think that people go too far calling stuff woke. Like, if it... It can go so far as a movie has a black lead character and they're like oh this movie's woke (laughs) that's not woke it's just because it's not a white person doesn't mean it's woke. the problem is but they come (laughs) out and say like well we needed to make this movie to represent it's the reason that they did that stop saying stuff like that Mm -hmm. just make the movie yeah yeah you know who don't don't there should be no motivation behind it it's like well this black lead character was the best fit for mermaid or you take a story where maybe the guy was the hero and you flip it around and you make the girl the hero because there weren't enough movies where the girls were were heroes. I mean, you see a lot of that. Like, she doesn't need a man. They had the whole thing with Snow White, which is getting pushed back and back where they weren't even going to use the dwarves and she wasn't going to get rescued by a prince and all of this stuff. I'm like, why not just make a different movie then and not call it Snow White? I can rescue myself. Yeah, like that whole, <laughs> this whole idea. And I understand there's a, there's a place for that because I do think that people like to see themselves in the movies that they're watching. You know, like when you watch a movie, here's why it's important. The people complaining about the way that they've changed up characters and stuff in movies in the last like five or 10 years or whatever. And I, I mean, I've, I've noticed it. Well, the reason they change up the characters is the reason that Maybe people, white dudes like us, might not like the movies as much. We could get called racist for not liking a movie where the character, the lead hero is a black woman, you know? And I'm like, well, I'm not quite as interested in that. I don't, I don't care. It's like I would have been. Well, is it a good movie or not? That's true. That's all I care about. I only care because I get slightly annoyed because of what we just talked about, which is why did they do that? Because what that's that's exactly that's why I I said just make the movie. I can't get that political thing out of my head. Like, why did they make this decision? The reason that matters is why did they pick that person as a lead? They say that they picked the person because people need to see themselves in that role. You know, a, a black woman needs to see a movie where a black woman is the hero, or a woman needs to see a movie where the woman is the hero, or little girls need to see that. And what they're admitting is people need to see that, including us white people need to see it too. I've thought a lot about this. Like people, that story brand marketing book, you know, people see themselves as the hero in the movie Mm -hmm. and 
they, you make it easier when you, I guess, line up more so with the, with the character, you know? Yeah. And so I think. Why do they have all these skinny girls doing it then? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What about these body positive girls? God, I've got They're one. not seeing themselves in there, you know? They're probably still feeling bad about themselves. I've been watching, uh, <laughs> I've been watching You see what show. I mean? You can like keep going. Yeah. And so it's like, let's make 187 versions of The Little Mermaid <laughs> where we have all representation. It's like, yeah. come on, man. We can't do that. <laughs> it could, you could, I guess. But it's like, just make the movie. The point I'm making is that when you pick the leads in a story, uh, you're picking who is going to most relate to the lead characters in a story. And as you fractionate down to a lower and lower percentage of the population. But, but here, but there's one problem with that. I th no, I think it's, I think it's different than that. See, I think it's more along archetypes mm -hmm. because there ain't no woman who wants to go rescue a prince from a dragon. <laughs> like you can't reverse the role. Maybe she does. Have you talked to all the women? Okay. I, I would argue that the amount of women who want to rescue a man from a from a dragon, probably basically zero statistically. Okay. I don't there want to rescue some, anyone from a dragon. There could be some. I'm saying it has to go back to. I think it's archetypical. What about trans women? Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Women, the, biologically, you know, women want to be protected and rescued. Mm. That's why they make those stories. Yeah, and that's why everyone relates to it, including the woman. Yeah, not anymore. That's that's uh, that's a faux pas. No, it's still in culture. No, today. it still is, is which it? is why Disney's losing. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I think this is all about. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, Disney has hit rough times economically. The company has been hamstrung by steep losses in its streaming division, as well as underwhelming box office results and big bu big budget pictures in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That could just be purely exha exhaustion from people. Like, actually, my can, God, how many movies can there be? We could take women and we just take women and men out. We could just talk about masculinity and femininity. Mm -hmm. Right? You can just talk about those two different dynamics, which has been we, we've been telling stories about masculinity and femininity for thousands of years. Yeah, it's like it's it's biological. It's you know, I agree. Yeah. I agree for sure. The Marvels. Its latest MCU sequel has generated just 76.9 million domestically and 110 million overseas in the three weeks since it opened. Ooh. Disney's most recent animated offering, Wish, managed just a measly 31.7 million over the five day Thanksgiving period. It had been forecast to debut closer to 50 million. Uh, Wish, a fairy tale centered around a wished upon star, fared better than last year's Thanksgiving release for Disney's Strange World which bombed with a $18.9 million holiday mm. uh, opening. I think they spent more money than that on <laughs> yeah. making it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. I did want to show you this. Remember, this is all white pill stuff. The orange line is the S&P 500. The white line is Disney. This is since the uh, just before the COVID crash. Actually, I could have made this look way more dramatic, but I couldn't get my uh, software to, to uh, agree with me on this. But since just before the COVID crash, the market, the S&P 500 is up 42% and uh, Disney is down 40%.
And uh, it's like a good time to buy Disney then. <laughs> it's actually not looking too bad. It just broke out of a channel, yeah. uh, moving down to the downside. And if it uh, comes down, makes a higher low and could potentially uh, start a turnaround here, especially with this filing, because to me, this, to me, what they're saying and that's this, not financial advice, by the way. No, no. But what they're saying in this meeting is that they realize that this woke culture thing is not going to work for their movies and that they're going to have to move back towards more traditional Disney movies where they don't pick a stance on things and they don't try to ruffle people's feathers. And that could end up being really good. And that's coinciding with a time where it just recently broke out of this downward channel and could be making a big reversal on mm. the chart. So we'll, uh, we'll see if you were to mark this from the, uh, uh, if you were to mark this from like the highs right there, I mean, they're down, they're down a lot mm. since this, uh, they never recovered, uh, from that. We hit the peak in what, 2021 after the COVID, below crash. the COVID crash. Yeah. <laughs> and we hit the peak, uh, in 2021 after the COVID crash and everything else started going back up. Like the market is actually pretty close to all time highs right now. Uh, but Disney never recovered. They just kept going down. So the, that's one of the great things about capitalism. You know, I tweeted out this morning that capitalism is democracy and the people are voting. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't need a law passed or anything like that. Now look, uh, look, Disney's changing. <laughs> people don't like it. They're not going to see the movies and Disney's losing money. And now Disney is saying, well, you know, this is kind of costing us a lot of money. And to me, this is a precursor to them saying, well, since that's costing us a lot of money, I think that maybe we need to change things. Did, but are they talking about how much the CEO is losing and his stock compensation? <laughs> Probably. No, I bet they're not. Yeah. I bet they're not at all. Because it seems like he was worth like 50% more than what he is now. It's still going to be really tough for them to turn it around because by this time, they've got so many people at the company that are invested in this wokeness culture stuff that they're going to like quit when they try to change things, you know? Yeah. They're going to have a tough time. In related movie news, <clears throat> did you see the Daily Wire Plus trailer? <laughs> yeah. For their new comedy coming out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, to be honest, the movie looks god awful. Or is it a. But it's a movie. It's a movie or a show? It's a movie. It's a movie? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the movie looks god awful, but I support their. It endeavor. also looks hilarious. And I like the fact that this is a movie, but it's called Lady Ballers. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't <clears> think Boring and Shapiro and those guys are actual actors. No. But they are going to act in this movie. It's so. going to look more like a hour and a half long skit. Uh, yeah. I'm betting like an hour and a half long digital short Lady from Ballers. SNL. Lady Ballers? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. So I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm excited to see different clips from the movie. I, I, the movie just looks terrible to me. but I'm going to watch it. It could be, could be fine. I'll support it. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny, it. while Disney's going <clears throat> down... Things like Daily Wire Plus are going up. Well, they started that new they're, one called Bent Key, which is a weird word. They're taking name. advantage. And uh, trying to make their own kids' movies. I don't understand the name. I don't either. Bent Key? Is it Jewish? What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand why they call that. Uh, this is talking about Wish uh, not doing well. They name out some other movies, The Marvels, Indiana Jones, uh, things not doing very well. Um, this one talking about is Disney's new movie, Wish, a woke disaster. This one also names out some of the other movies that have been, 
going pretty terribly. The moral of the story is, since we've spent about 23 minutes talking about movies, uh, it's not going well. And by the way, this thing that I pulled up, here's what I was trying to point out. I See, I truly believe that people want to see themselves as the as the hero in the, in the story. Like, I, I'm a believer in that idea. Maybe I'm, not no, Maybe not, not so much by, like, skin color. I get I that don't because disagree. I watch, like, my hero growing up was Michael Jordan. I never thought about the fact that he was black. You know, yeah. that never, I don't <laughs> never mattered to I don't me. disagree with that. I'm just saying I think it goes one level deeper than just like, oh, I want to see myself as a hero. It's like, well, why? Yeah. Why? Keep asking why until you get to the bottom. I just think if you want to see yourself bottom. like doing something, doing something great. But why? You know? Why? I don't know. Because that's cool. But <laughs> I don't have a why. I don't have a deeper than that. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it does go one level deeper. What's that? Which is, it's part of our biological nature. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. To, to be the protector. Yeah. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so let's not Men say Men naturally want <clears throat> to, biologically naturally want to provide. They want to provide and protect. It's mm-hmm. like ingrained, okay? Women naturally want to sit in their femininity. They don't, they don't want like, which is they want to be. You're speaking in general terms. In right general. Now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In general. Well, th- it's the way it's been for thousands of years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm, it, it's deeper than mm-hmm. just like sur- the, than surface level people. Right. It's generational. It's archetypical. That's what it is. To be fair, there were other reasons for that. I mean, as before birth control or modern ways of taking care of children or that, that uh, is true, you know, things like that, like women, mm-hmm. uh, there were reasons that they had to be protective and the, the men would be but the hunter think, and all that. I think they're, I don't know. I think this is the battle in our culture right now. I think you see it happening, right? At least I do. I, I see it anecdotally. I see a lot of women saying like, I'm tired of making the decisions or I'm tired of this, or I'm tired of all of this. I just want to sit in peace. And they're not at peace right now because they're not in their femininity. They're more in their masculinity. Yeah. Because you can go back and forth. And I think I see, at least anecdotally in our culture, I see a lot of women saying like, I wish my man would take the lead. And he's not because he's too scared because of what's happening in our culture. Yeah. So I think they, I think there's still that biological urge, urge and correct me if I'm wrong, ladies in the fed haters club. I I see one lady say exactly. What's really tough. (laughs) What really sucks for women is like, and I could be wrong. I used to want to do nice things for like a rent. So I remember this one time I forget. I was at, um, can't remember what it was. It was something big. I was at home Depot and this woman was like, just imagine like getting the toilet off the shelf and trying to put it like on the flatbed cart. And she just looked ridiculous trying to do it. You can imagine, <laughs> you know, everyone can see this in their heads right now. And I, you know, used to back in the olden times, you think about some, you know, chivalry, mm-hmm. you know, chivalry's dead now. Okay. <laughs> because I just, you killed it. You know what I did? I, I just turned the other way and walked away <laughs> because if I go up there and I try to help her with that toilet, who am I? Some sexist pig who thinks she can't get her exactly. own toilet yeah. into the cart? Who's you know? perpetuating the weaker sex narrative? Exactly. So, I mean, that's just... There's no <laughs> They're just thing. killing our culture right now. Okay, I brought up this chart because, uh, like I was saying earlier, I truly believe people want to see them as the character in the movie and it doesn't have to be by race, but I do think at least by sex, 
it's a little bit harder to see like the woman as the whatever. Um, if you're a man watching, not that you never can. I get it. The Hunger Games are pretty cool movies. Okay, that was fine. But look at who goes to movies. Here's the point. Who goes to movies? We, we talked earlier about whether or not men just like going to movies more than women do. And I think that since we care so much about things and those details and like, I want to see it because of the, uh, just how good they did at making this movie. And I don't know if, you know, my wife has ever thought about that. Like, oh, wow, well, it was a great job the director did and the, and the sound engineers all did on this movie. And look at the special effects and all that stuff. And the, they did such a good job. Well, when you look at people who go often or sometimes to the movies, 46% of them are male and 37% of them are female. Now, that's not crazy differences, but that is a fairly big difference that a lot more men are likely to go see things in the theater than women. Oddly enough, some of this has changed over time because the movies have changed and you're starting to see more women go to the theater. And in fact, I saw an article where they're trying to get to these untapped resources of women who weren't going to the theater. And so they are trying to put all of these lead hero roles out there to try and get an untapped money pot that they weren't getting before. And it's not working out quite as well for them as they, they thought. It turns out like women might be way more likely to just wait for something to, to appear on streaming. Or maybe they go down to the local red box. <laughs> pick it up. They still have those? I saw a red box the other day <laughs> when I was at a CVS. And I was like, did you go rent a movie wanted, just for nostalgia you, purposes? No, but what I wanted, I felt the need to do was sit outside in the parking lot and wait for the person <laughs> who came to like yeah. rent a movie from the red box and just try to figure out what their life is, yeah. you know, what it is that they're doing. I if, saw a VHS player the other day. Really? Yeah, it was, it felt heavy. <laughs> it's big, really big stuff. Um, let's see. Never go to the movie. 14% of men, uh, or let's see, never go to the movie. 21% for women never go to the movie. And then the rarely was, was kind of similar. The, the often is much higher for males. The sometimes is much often or much more for males. And I think that's one way that they've gone wrong. They're not giving us enough heroes to go and see, you know, and um, that that's what I think they need to fix as a man. Yeah. That's what I want to see. <laughs> that's your man. You know, I'm sick of all these woman heroes out there <laughs> always saving all the men. Not Wonder Woman was cool, me. You know? Oh, God. I only watched the 1984 <laughs> one. And yeah. I, it might have been the, uh, it might have been one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen. <laughs> also, it was by like the way. freaking 19 hours long and just ridiculous. I say all this I, I, and I, I hate having disclaimers but i say all this i think men and women are still free to do what they want oh oh that's know? a like man that is a big statement there if a if a woman wants to be intermasculine or wants to <laughs> it wants to go towards masculinity like doesn't if a woman doesn't want kids and wants to be a boss a b and you know like yeah wants to do all those things hey more power to you go do it you know i'm just saying st statistically they're probably not going to be as happy as they would if they were more in their natural instincts. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of, at least anecdotally. They don't actually feel fulfilled. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not that meaning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, I'm just saying that's, that's just the biological nature. I didn't make up the rules. Yeah. Right. Talk to God about that. 
<laughs> Good luck with that. That's not, uh, but at the same time, I want to make sure people know that like, well, as long as you're an adult, yeah, you're free to do what you want. I don't, you can't change kids' sex. I will forever be against that. But you know, if you're a woman, you know, who's old enough and decides you want to change something, whatever, go ahead. You're um, free to do that. Well, we have a few more minutes. There are some and other- I'm free to have an opinion to think that you won't be as happy. Let's just announce <laughs> a few good news items here real quick for, for White Bill Wednesday, because they're just little little topics. Little topics like 41 workers being rescued from a collapsed tunnel in uh, India. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Heard about that yesterday. I they like were, when people are rescued. They were trapped in there for two weeks. Um, they were trapped in a tunnel under construction uh, in India. Uh, cameras, politicians- That's and- why I don't work in tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see uh they say in here like the chilean miners remember the chilean miners thing or mm-hmm. the thai cavers there's something about workmen trapped on the ground that captures the world's attention and it happened again uh, with a november 12th landslide caused a portion of the 2.2 mile tunnel to collapse that's a big tunnel <clears throat> blocking a section of the path as long as two football fields uh, to exit they survived on food and oxygen sent in through narrow steel pipes while more than a dozen physicians were monitoring their health through various sensors. Uh, well it's pretty cool they effort. can do that stuff now. Yeah, pretty sweet. Uh, they escaped with, uh, no one was seriously injured. Uh, they only had like a couple minor injuries and all of them survived. And they were there for two weeks. Pretty crazy. Wow. Crazy So last stuff. Friday, the drilling machine used to create the path for the pipes broke. And from then until Tuesday, teams worked on through the night in shifts using hand drills. Hmm. Uh, by Tuesday, they had drilled through over a hundred feet of rubble by wow. hand with a drill. Well, probably yeah, with a drill in your yeah, hand. But by mm-hmm. hand with a drill, yeah, but not a machine drill. Yeah, the big one. <laughs> yeah, just a normal like a like a Makita or a Dewalt or something, I mm-hmm. guess. Okay, so that's pretty cool. That's good news. How about a couple other good little technological innovations before maybe we get to one more thing that's not really a white pill if we have time. Um, I always like cool things that could make life better for everyone on the planet, you know? Yeah. Later when they have cool little discoveries. Mm-hmm. And uh, the scientists have found that exposing plants to an uh, unusual chemical early can bolster their growth and help feed the world. And cause cancer. One thing they know, <laughs> well, it's a natural, it's a natural hormone. I, am, I have questions, but it's a natural hormone that plants have. Did you know plants... They, they get stressed. Yeah. Plants and have feelings. These uh, genetically modified plants, they focus everything on their, their growth and they don't have any room left to focus on the stress thing. And sh- they can't, when it gets too hot or too dry, they can't like move somewhere, which created a really funny picture in my mind of like little plants scurrying around in the <laughs> yeah. field. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And Matt, that's a whole different world of plants can that's, just move around like that. That's a Disney movie. Luckily, they have those hard cell walls, they, you know, that make it to where they can't move. One problem is <clears throat> plants don't have representation of themselves in mm-hmm. movies. That's true. To realize, well, except for Veggie Tales, I guess. Yeah, there you go. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But those are all Christian plants. <laughs> <laughs> I just, cause I can see a Disney movie of like a corn stalk. No, I have that, you know, stupid song in my moving head. around. <laughs> just like any other organism, plants can get stressed. Usually it's conditions like high, like heat and drought that lead to the stress. And when they're stressed, plants might not grow large as large or produce as much. This can be a problem for farmers. Uh, so many scientists have tried genetically modifying plants to become more resilient. 
But plants modified for higher crop yields tend to have a lower stress tolerance because they put more energy in the growth than into protection against stresses. Similarly, improving the ability of plants to survive stress often results in plants that produce less because they put more energy in the protection than into growth. This conundrum makes it difficult to improve crop production. But they've been studying a plant hormone, ethylene. Never uh, heard of her. Which regulates growth and stress responses in plants. In a study published back in July, uh, the lab made an unexpected and exciting observation. They found that when seeds are germinating in darkness, as they usually are underground, adding ethylene can increase both their growth and their stress tolerance. Uh, so they basically talk about so how the they, plants like, hey, is this environment less stressful? And they're like, no, 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 it's not less stressful. <laughs> We're just, you're just going to feel like it is. <laughs> so they they basically expose these seeds to this uh, ethylene, uh, this ethylene gas, I guess, in the soil, and it turns out it helped them grow much bigger and stronger, faster than the other seeds. And we already have the genetically modified plants, and that's one of the reasons that we're all alive, by the way. I hate it when people talk negatively about, about genetically modified crops. It means that they know absolutely nothing about the amount of food that we need and what, what yields on crops used to be before we had those things. You seem like a farmer. And it seems like I come from a farm family, mm, yeah. and it seems like people have absolutely no clue how much more food we produce. <laughs> You're just a big because farm of shill. These genetic modifications. You're a big farm shill. Yeah. Yeah. Not big pharma. You're a big <clears throat> farm. You're talking about <laughs> billions less people would be able to be on the planet if we didn't have uh, what some of these Monsanto seeds that we have. You know, it's like, it's, it's that different. Yeah. Monsanto has saved billions of people's lives. Well, uh, or whoever it is that created the stuff. I can't remember yeah. the dude's name. They just kill you later. <clears throat> It might shave. We've talked about this before. <laughs> we've talked about it before. What if it shaves? Five would you rather die from cancer or from starvation? <laughs> no. What if it shaves? Most people, I think, would choose cancer. <clears throat> what, if, what if it shaves five years off your life, ten years off your life, uh, but it, your life happened in the first place versus not happening versus it didn't happen? Yeah, that's true. So that that's actually the decision that you're making. Yeah. It's not, we'll just not have these and then everyone will still be able to eat. But if you want to grow your own organic food, no one's stopping you. No, go ahead. Go if out. you want to buy organic food. Another thing that annoys me is when people complain about organic food costing more. Like there's some kind of big conspiracy to hurt people who eat <laughs> organic food or to price gouge people. It's like, just no, more expensive. <laughs> it costs more to make it. Right. Because it makes less than the other stuff does. Mm. You know, it's harder to take care of. Don't make it more difficult than it is. Like mm -hmm. it's that, that's what food would cost if we didn't have all of these GMOs. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, uh, this is a natural way. I am, I would like to question how much of this is left over in the plant extra that then gets transferred to the people who eat it and whether or not it would help us deal with stress better. <laughs> you know, I don't know if ethylene helps. No clue. I have no clue what that stuff is. Yeah. But what if it did? I don't know. Um, anyhow, maybe you should conduct the experiment. One more cool thing. Uh, Eli Lilly, another big pharma giant, you know, one of those evil, uh, companies, not that they don't do bad stuff, but, uh, they've got a drug in trial right now. I think it made it through phase one that is that cut heart disease risk factor by 96%. So that's pretty good. Um, it's pretty 
That sounds decent. Yeah, go ahead, Charlie. You're the medical expert here. The first inhuman trial of an experimental drug, uh, lepodis- lepodisaran, found that a single shot could dramatically and durably reduce blood levels of um, your LDL, your cholesterol, a currently untreatable risk factor for heart disease. The challenge, your levels of LDL cholesterol, the bad kind that clogs arteries and leads to heart disease, are based on a combination of factors, including genetics, diet, and lifestyle. That means if your LDL is too high, you can change what you eat, exercise more, or (laughs) cut back on vices like smoking and alcohol. There are also drugs like statins that are highly effective at lowering LDL levels. Lipoprotein, or LPA, is another particle produced by your liver, just like LDL. And high levels in your blood independently raises your risk of heart disease. Unlike LDL, though, your LPA levels are determined almost entirely by genetics. That means an estimated 20% of the global population who have high levels of LPA can't reduce this major risk factor for heart disease, and there aren't any proven medicines to significantly lower those levels either. To mitigate their risk, this group must be even more careful about their LDL levels since that's the only factor they can control. So does this affect the LPA or just the LDL? Yeah, so what's, here we go, what's new? On okay. November 12th, researchers published the results of a phase one trial of an experimental drug being developed by pharma giant Eli Lilly. The drug was shown to lower participants' high LPA levels by as much as 96% from their baseline. So that's not the one that you can control. That's the one that you can't control. Mm, yeah, Okay. it's the genetic one. Huh. If further, uh, if further trials show that this medication is safe and can reduce heart attacks and strokes, it would be good news for patients because it eliminates a risk factor we've been unable to treat. <clears throat> heart disease is a big problem. It is. A lot of... It's still the number one killer. It is. Yeah. yeah. Your heart will attack and kill you. It will. Like every mm-hmm. time, that's what happens. Um, yep. That's the last thing to kill you Actually, your in this, heart. By the way, Costco, you said shouldn't need drugs to do that, take care of your body and reduce risks, but... You can only control one form of cholesterol. It's confusing because I thought they were starting off by saying that it controlled your LDL. Um, no. Let, let's see. Look at the subheading there. There's no way to treat high LPA. Okay. Well, the beginning of the article, I was I thought they were talking Single about shot LDL. Change that. Not LDA, LPA. Okay. No, it's saying your, heart, your levels of LDL cholesterol, mm-hmm. the bad kind that clogs arteries and leads to heart disease, are based on a combination of factors, including genetics, diet, and lifestyle. So your diet and lifestyle can help reduce your LDL <clears throat> cholesterol. Yeah. Okay. But now Bailey, that's uh, that's only for kids that guns are the number one killer. Uh, when you get later, if you surprise, if you survived uh, downrange or school, as we call it, uh, <laughs> then later on your heart will attack and kill you. Yeah. So. Yeah, anytime, anytime someone says that, you know, that guy's got a big heart. <laughs> better watch it. <laughs> Let's see. 42 minutes. Let's call. I don't want to I don't want to throw in any negativity here um, because I did just leave have, it on a good note. Yeah, this could be good for this one to be good for tomorrow. Um, so let's just leave it with some good stuff today. Yeah. How about that? A how good, about that? A, a good news kind of. We talked a lot about women. In this mm-hmm. one, Nate. Yeah, but we were right. So that's a good part about that. Yeah. That's one thing about being a man, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels so good. We have the privilege of mansplaining. Do you notice how fast it's You know, flipped? you don't hear like, oh, don't womansplain that to me. That's because men don't complain. Do you notice how fast it flipped in that movie last night where in one scene he goes, you're, 
you spoiler know, is a spoiler. He's upset with her about something. Oh and yeah. He says he, he says him. that you're nothing with. He says you're nothing without me. Mm-hmm. And you know later on in the day she gets him to say that he's nothing without her. And uh-huh. he's, she's completely flipped it back around mm-hmm. on him where he's like crying and begging. <laughs> for <her>. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Turns out this massive world conqueror Napoleon was just trying to impress a lady, you know, Josephine. And, uh, it, once again, everything that men, everything, uh, bad that men have done throughout history was, uh, was, had a woman behind it. <laughs> so, there you go. I can't tell if that's a joke or... I, we'll never know. Exactly. <laughs> All right, if you enjoyed today's episode or you didn't, share it or don't. I don't care. Uh, stopped caring about that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do this show regardless because we like it. I don't care if you like it. Uh, go follow us on all of our socials. We have all of them out there. Tons of them. We're even on threads, I think. Right? If anybody's on there. I don't know if we post on there or no, not. No, we don't, we don't post on threads. You can still follow us. Threads is dead. Dead. Um, Does I'm anyone just saying, use that, honestly? I'm just saying we're everywhere. Like, everyone knows the so numbers. So go to TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twi- X. The numbers X about now. threads were, like, BS from the, from the start. I mean, it, if you had an Instagram account... You basically had a Threads account. I haven't signed up for you it. You know, like it, you just hit a button. It didn't mean that you were using it or anything. No. Like they transferred so much of it from just transferred from Instagram, basically. That they're trying that's to why they had crazy numbers. But they're trying to compete against X. No one's using it. They're trying to, but who uses? How many times you see a viral thread out there posted somewhere? You know. <laughs> yeah, the news hasn't. I'm saying up like on it yet. you see a a truth social post will go viral on Twitter. On X, you see a viral TikTok. Someone will repost it on X. When's the last time you saw a viral thread that someone posted on X? Yeah, talking about how everyone was talking about whatever this thing is. Maybe Elon's blocking it. No, oh, that could be. The point be is, it. we're on all the socials: <laughs> yeah. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, X, uh, YouTube, the other video platforms, <laughs> Rumble, Rumble, Odyssey. Yeah. Anyway, just go check us out on all those, please. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Please, you're acting like you want Subs- them to actually do it. Or don't. I was going to yeah. follow all of that up Come with on. I'm getting not. confused. Yeah. Uh, leave us a rating and review or not. And um, I think that's it. Okay. And if you do or don't do those things, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day or a bad day. And a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.